What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? What's up, Shamari? Uh, a little hiatus, but we're back mm-hmm. uh, with another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. Um, been a been a been an interesting uh, couple weeks. Obviously, Shamari's had plenty of time to catch up on the uh, all the High Republic. Uh, stories out there so uh particularly light of the jedi uh so we'll get to a little bit of that uh at the end um shamari will give uh you know get everybody caught up on where he's at with that book and what, are, what his feelings are with the whole high republic in general um but yeah we've, we've got some interesting stuff with the games got some interesting news regarding the obi-wan project the obi-wan mm-hmm. obi-wan kenobi you know, in a game called yeah. Project. Now we know it's a Disney it's Plus series. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Debuting likely in 2022. Not, <laughs> um, not Kenobi, a Star Wars story. It's yeah, Obi-Wan exactly. Kenobi. Um, sure, I have a question. We mm-hmm. have, uh, obviously this week, uh, this weekend coming up, we've got the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, Disney is expected to release four, uh, two to four TV spots or trailers, commercials, whatever you want to consider them. You know, Star Wars, you know, most people are looking at Marvel, looking at some of the animated stuff that they've got coming out with, uh, you know, Raya and the Last Dragon for Disney. And, you know, we're not expecting too much from Star Wars, but we do have the Bad Batch coming out, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll talk about later in the show as well. Um, what do you expect to see, uh, if anything, from Star Wars this weekend? Uh, honestly, I don't expect anything from Star Wars. I think if we were to get anything, it would be for the Bad Batch. I don't think they're having a Super Bowl ad for that. <laughs> right. So I don't think we're going to have anything, yeah, honestly. I mean, I feel like there's always very high expectations for the Super Bowl. Whenever there's anything anyone is ever looking forward to and we haven't gotten anything on it, they always look for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Say, are they going to, whatever the company is, Sony, Microsoft, uh, Disney, Apple, Whatever the company is, are they going to debut in the Super Bowl? Uh, and uh, more often than not, they don't. And I think this is going to be another one of those instances. Yeah. So I don't think we get nothing. Yeah, I agree. I don't. It doesn't seem like we're going to get anything. Um, if we did, it would be the Bad Batch. But like you said, that doesn't feel like it's something that is. Uh, it feels like a lot of money to shell it's out. A lot for of money bad, for, for the Bad Batch. For the Bad Batch. You know. I know they're trying to hype up Disney Plus and the Star Wars animation, but, you know, I don't think they are going to, like, I don't think the the amount of viewers they would get from showing the Bad Batch in the Super Bowl ad is going to be worth the money spent on Super Bowl ad. Right. Honestly, just, I mean, just looking at it that way. So, no, I, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get anything, anything Star Wars related for this. If we do get something Bad Batch related for the Super Bowl, then I think that's just that they think the Bad Batch is gonna be like. Yeah, then I'd be much more excited for the Bad Batch. <laughs> right. I'll be excited to see whatever they're showing us <laughs> in the Super Bowl. So no, I, I don't think we're gonna get anything. And they're not. They're not. I mean, we're gonna talk about Obi the Obi Wan news in just a second, but they're not really working on it. like what else are they doing in terms that they would be able to show yeah, us. Andor, I guess, would be the only thing. Yeah, I mean, Andor I, stuff on. But even that would be kind of weird. Yeah, it's I mean, that's not coming out for a while. Yeah, it's not coming out till next year. So, uh, so yeah, and then you got Book of Boba Fett, I guess. You know, but they haven't really done any promotion for that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get anything for for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, regardless, 
we should be getting Bad Batch stuff soon, so we'll talk about that later in the show. But, um, but yeah, I'm excited. Excited for the game, obviously. But, uh, of course, also excited to see what uh, movie previews and commercials we get. Mm-hmm. Um, if there are any updates, obviously we'll be uh, here to discuss it next week. Yeah, of course, as always. Um, uh, so jumping into our first topic. Uh, so Obi Wan, Ewan McGregor has been uh, doing a little bit of talking. He did an interview with a comedian um, uh, by the name of Eddie Izzard. I'm not familiar with the comedian, but I'm sure he's a funny guy, especially if he's talking to Ewan McGregor. So check him out. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie. Um, but uh, but Ewan McGregor had a conversation with him, a little interview. He's discussing some rumors regarding Obi Wan having already filmed, uh, which. Or started filming, which is not true, according to Ewan. But he said Obi-Wan will start filming uh, in Los Angeles in late spring. Uh, So that's something that we have to look forward to. So we're getting Obi-Wan. You know, we may actually have some some Obi-Wan material later this year. Yeah. Wrapped up. Done. Filmed. Yeah. Yeah, that that suggests that if they wanted to come this fall, we could get an Obi-Wan trailer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, that, I mean, that'd be incredible. Yeah. Um, it, could be, it could be during uh, when we're getting, um, whatchamacallit, Boba Fett. Boba Fett, yeah, Book of Boba Fett. Um, the word is also that Mandalorian is supposed to start in April. Um, Mandalorian Season 3, which I think would suggest that we're not going to get that in uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. Season 2 was, Season 2 earned, like, they earned their vacation. <laughs> you know, after last exactly. after season one, they went immediately and started on season two. Um, very quick turnaround. Uh, they earned their time off uh, yeah. after after what they gave us. We have all these other projects on the on the on the shelf. Yeah, that we know are coming. Yeah, so yeah, just be patient. Yeah, just be patient. You know, COVID ain't gonna last forever. You know, you know when I hear L.A. For Obi Wan, that, that 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 surprised me a little bit. I don't know for some reason. They re- feel like there had been all this talk about them going over to England to shoot Obi Wan um, yeah. or Ireland and all these different locations. You just find out it's in L A. Uh, like it's you know Space Jam or something like that. But um, so that'll be interesting. But uh, with all the technology nowadays, the ILM stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, look what they did with the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, Rogue One. They use a lot of that technology. Yeah. Um, so it's it's so it's not that concerning. It's just an inter- it's just interesting to hear. Um, I also there was also a, a, a quote from uh, Liam Neeson a couple of weeks ago where he talked about how you know he w- he would love to be in this Obi Wan series. Um, yeah, it's odd that he would say that if he was in it, <laughs> but you know I don't know how far along they are in you know the writing and all, all yeah the writing and putting the cast together. Um, you would think that they're pretty far along putting the cast together. It's going to start filming soon, but um, and of course, if Liam Neeson's in it, they could do that at any point. You know, he's going to be a, a force ghost. You know, it's not like we're going to get. I mean, it could be flashbacks, but beyond flashbacks, he's going to almost certainly be a force, a force ghost. So mm-hmm. um, that you can film if the movie if it's not coming out till twenty twenty two, you can film that in you know November <laughs> and <laughs> figure that out. So uh, that makes sense. Um, 
But yeah, he's that would be I think an excellent addition. What do you think about the yeah, the prospects of Qui Gon Jinn uh, being uh, Obi Wan? Uh, I mean, Obi-Wan. I think that would be fantastic. A lot of my favorite moments of Obi Wan on Tatooine in any in any way in any medium is that they had there was a short of him in Tatooine and in um, in the, from a certain point of view. Uh, there was obviously a lot of that in Kenobi. You know the Kenobi novel. Right. Uh, which is now legend, so it's not canon anymore. But best moments are always when Obi Wan is seeking guidance from Qui Gon. It's always so, you know, because that was his that was his his master, right. and that was the person that taught him you know most things um, in terms of being a Jedi Knight. You know, being someone that could be relied upon to to protect the galaxy on his own. So, and we all know how how precious that relationship is of master and apprentice, and we all know how hard Obi Wan had it as a master, having to be Anakin's master, and not really having any in that figure anymore because Qui Gon had been dead by then. So only really having the Council and Yoda to look to for answers, and we all know they're not exactly. Uh, you know, we keep a hundred. They're not exactly the best people to look to for answers sometimes, especially for what was going on during the prequel trilogy. So it's always, you know, Qui Gon, and and you get a lot more of that in the Master and Apprentice novel and stuff. It's it's a really just the relationship between Qui Gon and Obi Wan is just very interesting and fascinating. And that's I feel like it would behoove them to not explore that dynamic at all uh, through this series, especially since it's an Obi Wan series. It's him. It's this is he's the title. He is the main character through and through. I'm all for seeing Obi Wan and Anakin, obviously, which we knew already know we're getting Hayden Christensen. Um, but you know, I think something involving his master would make sense. So, um, so yeah, I hope we see him. I think, I would think that we will. I mean, honestly, bottom line, we're getting Hayden Christensen. Why not? Why not through Liam Neeson? You know, if if we're really going that deep into the lore, we're putting Darth, we're putting Hayden Christensen in it. Why not right. just put Liam Neeson in? It? Liam Neeson, and like if we're being honest, like theoretically, he would make way more sense. Than you make way, yeah, makes way more sense. You know, no why one, not? No one expected. We, we, we all know he can. Bigger. We all know he can appear as a Force Ghost. Yeah, we assume he's been communicating with Kenobi. You know. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah. Liam Neeson said he's willing to do it. Yeah. He didn't mention anything about price or anything like that, or. <laughs> or, oh, maybe if I have time, maybe I'll see, yeah. you know. If, if, if nobody's asking for, like, a whole episode. I mean, if they gave us a whole episode, show where the fourth goes, I mean, whatever. Yeah, but, I'd be, yeah, yeah it'd be great. <laughs> but uh, all I need is a scene. Exactly. If you gave me a scene with Liam Neeson talking to Obi-Wan, I mean, yep. it's 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 over. Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan again? Yeah, so, I mean, that seems like a no-brainer to me. But, you know, again, I don't know, you know, what's the story group's ideas and it's all up to Deborah Chow in the writing room, but, um, but they have a lot of, they have a lot of, uh, possibilities with Obi-Wan, uh, mm-hmm. you know, unlike what some people in the story group, uh, have said in the past about, oh, of course, the, yeah. the, 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 the limitless, uh, <laughs> options that you have with an Obi-Wan, uh, anthology story, um, there, there, there's plenty of options, so I, I'm, I'm de- definitely excited to see where they go with this. Um, are there any other characters that you that you kind of 
would 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 earmark for fans to say maybe look out for this guy to show up in Obi Wan. You know, we mentioned obviously we they've already told us Vader's going to be in it. Uh, Liam Neeson mentioned Qui Gon Jinn as a possibility. Is there anyone else that you can say? Any other legacy Star Wars characters that you think would make sense? Timeline wise, fit with that story. <laughs> Besides Luke Skywalker, you know, I guess Luke's right. the other one. You know, you expect a young Luke Skywalker to show up. And there was rumors that they were casting a young Luke to be in this potentially along a young Leia as well. I don't, I don't I, definitely the young Luke makes sense. Uncle Owen, uh, I think uh, who played him, Taron Ed, uh, Joel Edgerton, Edgerton played Uncle uh, Uncle Owen. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think Joel Edgerton played Uncle Owen in the in the prequels. Yeah. I think there's been talks that he may show up in, in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. So, you know, they, they, I mean, there's plenty of, and he's a much bigger actor now than he was at the time. That was a small role that he played in the prequel. Right. But, you know, I mean, there's plenty of, there's plenty of, uh, different characters that we, that you can have show up in these, uh, in this show. Yeah. I mean, I can't really think of, uh, you know, I mean, I think the most, the, probably the biggest character is probably Luke. Honestly, at some point, in some way, shape, or form, Uncle Owen would be fine. You know, I'm not exactly, you know, clamoring to see Uncle Owen. I'm not going to be mad if I didn't see Uncle Owen. But, I mean, that will be fine. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you got your other kind of prequel, maybe the Bail Organa, or maybe the Organas show up at some point. Right. Uh, maybe Yoda in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> I'm like... I mean, we know he was like, wasn't he like doing astral projection in Rebels? Yeah, he was doing astral projection. <laughs> so at this point, he who could, knows? He could do that. He could be right? anywhere, <laughs> theoretically. They so just made that up. I'm like, when Yoda be, when was Yoda able to do that? Yeah, that was one of the biggest surprises. Remember that trailer we saw Yoda? <laughs> yeah, <like> Yoda. <laughs> talking to talking to uh, talking to Ezra. Ezra. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I mean, Yoda maybe shows up. I mean, it really, you know, a lot of those people can show up. Right. Palpatine. Um, I mean, it's possible. Vader's in it. Vader is in it. I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, you know, Commander Cody. Yeah, yeah, Cody. You, know, you can get some, maybe some of the uh, clones. You know, there have been talks that what's was uh that uh, uh, tomorrow Morrison was going to be in it, or that he's going to be mm. in multiple properties outside of uh, Book of Boba Fett. Right. Um, which apparently that sounds like that's going to be really good. You know, just the little stuff that's being talked about. Yeah, man. Finally, there's going to be a lot of bounty hunters. People are talking about, uh, you know, um, Cat Bean. Imagine if Cat Bean. Oh, boy. He's in Book of Boba Fett. Live action. That would be interesting. <laughs> I mean. That would be very interesting. You know. Um, and, of course, all the all the bounty hunters that we've seen it, that were introduced in the original trilogy that are still, still alive. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, this is a... Uh, this is an interesting time for for live action Star Wars movie or television. There are no movies besides Rogue Squadron, but yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting time for for live action Star Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so moving on, the next topic we have is uh, the Bad Batch. Uh, so according to a Disney twenty D twenty three magazine uh, release, we're going to be getting information on the Bad Batch uh, sometime in the spring. Uh, so that is uh, something that is pretty exciting. Uh, we don't know what we're going to be getting—footage, a trailer, or, or, or 
well, actually, no, no. The, the well, we already got the trailer, obviously, but the series is actually supposed to be re- releasing. Yeah, in the spring. Sometime in the spring, ideally, um, according to this D twenty three release, because they only they're only because they're going to be featured in the in the upcoming uh, magazine. They only feature things that are going to be released. And there's going to be an interview with D Bradley Baker, apparently. So it's a whole big thing. So uh, the thought is that we're probably going to be getting the Bad Batch coming up very soon. Uh, so, Kenna, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about us getting the Bad Batch? Um, you know, do you have any, any predictions, any expectations, anything you're looking forward to in particular? Uh, in terms of predictions uh, and expectation for the Bad Batch, um, I mean, first of all, I'm very excited. It seems like Lucasfilm and Disney are now kind of pushing the Bad Batch as, like, something that is not, not necessarily something that's already out, but, like, mm-hmm. something that is imminent. Like it's it's a part of the canon now. It's a part of the lore. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, they have it. Uh, it's its own. It's its own thing. Yeah, you know, it has its own its own like un not universe, but its own storyline. You know, yeah. something. That, and we don't know how many seasons it's gonna get. And they're talking yeah. about it as if like you know, like there's a there's a, a, a long lore behind the Bad Batch. Um, I think they know that something's really going to be good with this Bad Batch series. Um, I mean, obviously, we're all excited for it. Um, you know, the trailer obviously highlighted that there's going to be a lot of original, like, a lot of prequel trilogy characters. Um, but it's gonna, it's almost going to be a blend of... But it's going to be in the, in the sort of the aesthetic is going to be more sequel trilogy. Um, or or not a really good trilogy. Same difference. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but <laughs> regardless, um, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna feel more original trilogy, but you're gonna have a lot of prequel trilogy characters showing up, and that's what's gonna be interesting about it. Um, there may be characters from the Mandalorian that show up. Obviously, we know that uh, uh, what's her name, Ming Na Wen's character. Uh-huh. Um, the yep. name voice for uh, yep. I think was it uh, Fennec? Yeah, uh, Fennec Shan. Yeah, Fennec Shan's showing up. Uh, that's been confirmed. Um, I wonder if uh, Max Mayfield may show up. Mm. You know, as a stormtrooper. Yeah, that could be interesting. You know, maybe get Bill Burr to do the voice. Um, you know, and ultimately we're gonna get obviously plenty of characters from, uh, from the Clone Wars. Uh, Commander Cody. Is somebody that people already feel like they've seen in the trailer. Um, Ahsoka, somebody that people expect to show up. Captain Rex is somebody that could end up showing up. This is going to be really good. I also wonder if we're going to get characters that were introduced in Rebels that maybe we, we're going to see in a different light now. You know, maybe get Vizago? No, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I I think, you know, I think you, you really hit the nail on the head. I mean, we're going to get a lot of different characters. And look, a lot of people are talking about all the different characters we're going to get. I like the Bad Batch. I'm looking forward to seeing them. <laughs> you know, actually Probably like the, the show is called the Bad Batch. I actually like the Bad Batch. <laughs> and I want to see more of them. I very much like their arc in, in Season 7 of Clone Wars. Um, I thought it was... Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, there are a lot of fantastic arcs in Clone Wars. It's hard to even rank them. But I think it's in the top half. I thought it was a very good arc. Uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see more of them, um, and to, you know, to get to know their characters more, 
the clone arcs in this in the clone wars were were always very well done yeah and uh yeah so i mean i i'm very much looking forward to it and uh shout out shout out to d bradley baker for getting his own show essentially <laughs> yeah, isn't that and, crazy? He's uh, the star. He's the star. He's the entire supporting cast. He's the star. He's most of the cast. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. I mean, that's I mean, pretty it's an easy show to make for them. Like, they don't have to pay anybody <laughs> besides yeah. him. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. I'm looking forward to. It. I'm very much looking forward to. It. Yeah. Uh, but all right, moving on to the next topic, we have the Mandalorian uh, being nominated for a Golden Globe Best. A television drama series. Yes. So that's very exciting. So shout out to The Mandalorian. Shout out to John Favreau, Dave Filoni, all the people that worked on the series. It's so well done. It's so it's really the, one some of the best television I've seen uh, in a very long time. I don't watch a whole lot of television to be fair. Uh, uh, a very long time. In a very long time. <laughs> I mean, better, I, better than watching. Um. <laughs> I mean, I said better. I didn't say it was absolute best. Right, right, right. right. Uh, though it's <laughs> up there. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm a Star yeah. Wars fan, so right. it, I'm biased. So right, of course, right, I love right. the Mandalorian more than everything else, pretty much. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the Mandalorian, even without that bias, it's a fantastic show. It's a wonderful show, enjoyable, fun, has a lot of heart, has a lot of action, has a lot of drama. Uh, and you know, for anyone that enjoyed the Star Wars movies. There's a lot of cameos and a lot of just a lot of Star Wars in it, uh, and it's extremely well produced. Obviously, it has a movie budget, but it's on a streaming service, which is something we're growing more and more accustomed to. But it's it's just so well done. And it's the best Star Wars, certainly, in my opinion, that we've gotten, uh, especially the best live action Star Wars we've gotten um, in a very long time. Now I can say for certain. So. Yeah, I mean, this isn't really a surprise to me. Though I do think it's a wonderful accomplishment for Lucasfilm uh, and for Disney. I mean, I feel like this is them kind of really putting Star Wars back back in the conversation of, of truly great uh, modern uh, uh, media, storytelling, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... The other, the other nominees were Lovecraft Country, mm-hmm. uh, Ozark, The Crown, and Ratched. So it's good, uh, good company, um, good company. If, if you're if you're Lucasfilm, you're Star Wars. Shout out to Dave Filoni. Shout out to um, uh, John Favreau. You know, both of these, both of those guys did a good job um, in in creating this show, um, and. Honestly, like, it's not going to win, you know, but even the nomination itself, itself is, uh, is impressive. So they, they deserve, they deserve credit for that. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got thrown off because I was, um, I was looking at another quote that, that came out from, uh, Daisy Ridley, not to change the subject, but Daisy Ridley was talking about, uh, the Rise of Skywalker, a movie we always love to talk about, uh, revisit, great movie. Um, All right. And she was talking about how the the story of The Last Jedi, or The Rise of Skywalker, was always supposed to end with Ben Solo dying. 
Um, by always, I don't know. What she, I don't know if she means like always, as in when they bought Disney, like that was always the plan, <laughs> right? Or you know, when they were making the movie, when JJ took over, like right? Yeah, always. when's always? Uh, because the way she was talking, she made it seem like Episode Nine was like whatever. You know, we didn't know what was happening in Episode Nine until right. uh, it came out. But she said the only difference was that like they, or the only thing up in the air was that they were uh, they were still deciding whether or not they were, they were going to do that whole Ray Low seen the kiss or the or no kiss that was the only thing that they were uh that they kind of were debating but that he was 100 percent always going to die so that makes it seem like she was saying she's talking more later in the more later in the in the in the series mm-hmm. or in the in the production but yeah i mean i don't know it doesn't change the movie uh it doesn't change my opinion on the movie either way yeah uh, i guess it's an interesting tidbit but i just thought that was interesting yeah, yeah, it doesn't change my opinion. doesn't make it seem any less haphazard, <laughs> you know, in terms of their their creation of the story. You know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse necessarily, <laughs> go down that path, down that, go down that rabbit hole again. But, yeah, it's just not my favorite movie, you know. Right. It's just not my favorite movie. If any of our listeners like it, by all means, I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm not trying to rain on anyone's parade. But it's not my, it's not my, you know, it's just not my kind of movie. Sequel trilogy, and you know, it, <laughs> they did a lot of things that I just wasn't a fan of. Right, and, and they they, you know, they, they opened up some really interesting doors. Opened up a lot of interesting doors, and a lot of the interesting doors they closed uh, very quickly after they opened them, which is yeah. But I, I like most, if not all, of the extended material from the sequel trilogy: comics, novels. I love, I like them, except Aftermath. Uh, well, I mean, the first one, <laughs> you know, the but first Aftermath, the first book, the other ones were great. Right, but, but yeah, I like it. So, you know, I'm glad we have more Star Wars. But I was just wasn't a fan of the trilogy, specifically the Rise of Skywalker, especially. Uh, but all right, so moving on to uh, our last kind of official topic, um, Knights of the Old Republic. There's a lot more rumors swirling around that we're getting Knights of the Old Republic. That's a thing. It's coming. Yeah just a matter of time you know the whole ea thing is done with the whole ea exclusivity yeah and the word is that ea is not going to be involved ea is not involved bioware is yeah. not involved um uh which you know look bioware has kind of been i don't know what bioware has been doing lately man yeah they came out with anthem i mean that <laughs> was one of the worst games i've played in in quite a while uh the word is that i mean i heard that mass effect andromeda kind of was very hit or miss. Dragon Age Inquisition for a lot of people was very hit or miss, apparently. Um, so, look, I don't know what Bioware's doing. I mean, I also hear that their their dev team is very. It's just very different. It's like a, a very different team, especially right. specifically of writers, that that they're working with. So yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a good thing. Honestly, I'm just gonna be honest. Maybe it's a good thing <laughs> that Bioware is not working on. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic, uh, the way it is right now. So, you know, we know that Ubisoft is working on a Star Wars game. Is are they working on it? There's, lot, all, there's rumors about other developers. So, very up in the air. A lot of the, a lot of the insiders are saying that uh, Asper Media, um, which mm-hmm. I guess they were the ones that did the original. Um, yeah, or they have some of the yeah, some or they the did some of them. Uh, some of the original games. Um, 
a lot of the words that they're going to be the ones that are doing this one. Um, and they just got bought uh, for $100 million by the Embracer Group. And the way they were talking, the, the Embracer Group and Asper Media. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> we got to start a, a new generation gaming. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the way they were talking, uh, they did like a kind of, you know, press kind of junket or whatever. I don't even know. I don't even know how you do those over Zoom at this point. But uh, the way they were talking was a lot of legalese, a lot of uh, corporate stuff, but mm-hmm. corporate speak. But they didn't mention how, like, they're going to embrace uh, and that they're actually currently developing, you know, other IP, you know, games from other IP, not original mm-hmm. uh, IP. So, um, the led led a lot of people to believe that they were talking about Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were very vague about it; couldn't get into it. But they said that they're developing another game for you know someone else. Um, so, I mean, look, you know, that's and they also do The Sims and Borderlands and stuff. So, you know, I mean, I think a lot of people are excited about that. Um, I, I don't know how you mm-hmm. feel about that, Shamari, but. Um, that's, uh, that's where the, kind of the underground, uh, word is at. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I don't really feel, I don't really feel like they're here nor here nor there about it, but, um, but look, I mean, I'm, I I mean, I'm hearing that they had a lot of developers that worked on the original game. Uh, so I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm looking forward to it. As long as the story's good, they're actually in the old Republic. And look, it's Disney's version of the Old Republic. We all know they're going to take liberties. <laughs> I really don't want to hear people saying, "Oh, this isn't what the story was." Why are they messing it up? I kind of don't want to hear that. You know, I, we know they're going to take liberties. I want to see what what is their version of the Old Republic. I my eyes are open. I don't need Revan to be this specific kind of way always. You know, I just give me the Old Republic. Whatever it is, it is, and I'm open, willing to absorb it. As long as it is the old republic, I'm open to it. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, uh, but quickly before we wrap up the show, I, just, I guess we can briefly discuss the High Republic. Uh, so I'm uh, I'm a little past halfway through uh, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. Um, so far, I am certainly enjoying the book. Uh, it's well written. I like all Charles Soule's material, so I, I I do like this book as well. Um, uh, the High Republic, one thing that I've gathered so far from, from the book is I feel like this, the characters, the aesthetic of the High Republic, I feel like is, is very well served. It, or I feel like it is much better served in a visual medium, whether it be comics, a cartoon, maybe you know, artwork, uh, because you can see, I don't know, maybe it's my brain, I don't know, but you can see what they're describing, (laughs) you know, in a book, (laughs) (laughs) you can see what they're describing, you know, and the descriptions, and and he does a good job describing everything, but sometimes it's kind of hard to picture what this stuff is, and the comic, it was easy, because you're looking at the comic, it's gorgeous, all the stuff is gorgeous, and it's, it is, uh, you know, and the story so far, I, I'm enjoying. I want to see how it ends. I'm not going to go into too much detail because that would take a while, and I'll say that for my review. Right. But it's interesting. I need to see more 
I need to see what the climax is and, and how this conflict is resolved. You've already, come, you already, you told me before the show, you don't think yeah. the great disaster, uh, which they've talked about, you know, with the High Republic rollout, mm-hmm. you don't think that it's Order 66 level? No, not at all. That, um, that's kind of what we... Yeah, we had hoped when we were, when the way they were talking about it, like this is Order sixty six. Yeah, kind of hoped it was Order sixty six, Death Star, Prime getting blown up. This is Alderaan. Yeah, yeah some another Alderaan, another <laughs> thing. Was, you know, they destroy it. They, they kind of destroy this world called. They don't totally destroy, but they they definitely certainly damage this world called Hetzal Prime, which you know it gives me it, it gives me some Hosnian Prime vibes right. because. I don't know anything about this world, right? I mean, <laughs> really, we, not in a good way. Not in a good way. I mean, not in a good way. I mean, I don't know anything about this world. I mean, we get d- a description. It's spoiler alert, I guess. We get a description, um, uh, kind of in the beginning, of of what you know, some of the people and, and stuff. It's a brief description, and I mean, it serves its purpose. You know, it shows you that you know it's a world that has people in it, right? They do stuff, right? But. You know, the great disaster comes and it's mayhem. And then it's all about the Jedi and, and what they're doing to to remedy what's going on. Um, so, so yeah, it's definitely not another Alderaan, not another Hosnian system being obliterated. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's it's a bad, it's a bad event. But, I mean, to have this thing, this kind of, it's kind of the, the great disaster. I was like, wow. You know, not even the Death Star was, was you know, a great disaster. It was almost like you couldn't even describe it. You're just saying the great disaster. Everybody knows what it is. You know, so, so I don't know. Was, so far, it's a little underwhelming. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not really against the book or anything like that for that. I'm very much enjoying the book so far. It's still getting a good grade from me so far. But I, it has to finish. It has to stick the landing. I have to see what the climax is. I have to see how the Jedi resolve this issue. And I have to see what the deal is with the Nile and, and how they're posing a real threat to the Jedi. That's my biggest that's my biggest question right now. Okay? Are they the Knights of Ren? Right. Or Kylo Ren just gonna destroy them? Right? Yeah, yeah, how are they gonna Nest and they, Are they not Nest? You know? Uh <laughs> yeah. uh Kanja Club. So it's like cool like what are these guys? So I, I need I still need to see you know, and I haven't yet. Uh, they're obviously dangerous, and there's some very interesting things with regards to their what they do, and how they're kind of causing havoc in the galaxy. It is very interesting, but I have to see how this ends. <laughs> so I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, I'm sure my review will be interesting uh, once once I finish the book. I'm I'm pretty sure I'll have it done by by the time we do our next show. Uh, but that's about where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah, Ken, any, any last thoughts on the High Republic before we end the show? Um, shout out to, uh, shout out to the, to the, to the High Republic show. Um, yeah, shout out to the show. Seems, yeah. seems very interesting. Very spoilery though, if you haven't, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't read the books. <laughs> and look, they tell you that. They tell you they're, that. They're, they're, they didn't, they didn't mislead you. Yeah, they, they tell you that. But but it's very spoilery. So make sure you've read the material. Yeah. Unless you don't care about spoilers, then by all means jump in. Yeah. Shout out to the High Republic. Shout out to Christina Ariel. Yeah, um, shout out. Lucasfilm stood by her. You know, she was getting a lot of vitriol from the community. So Well yeah, shout out to yeah, her. Shout man. out so for doing shout for to her. Shout doing out to a good Lucas job. Home. She runs a good show. And uh yeah, we, we, we appreciate her. <laughs> um but, 
that'll do it for this show. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.